Hello and thanks for downloading and subscribing. This is That Nerd Dad Podcast and I am That Nerd Dad. We are going to keep the introduction brief today because I don't have a guest. Uh, I know it happens. So this is a solo show. So uh, let's cut the preamble and get right into it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't get a guest. Uh, I tried. I had plenty of feelers out there. It fell through. What can I say? Um, it's the exact reason why I don't typically announce my guest ahead of time, unless it's already recorded, because I never want to be put in a position where I even innocently and bad mouthing a potential guest by saying they canceled. So that person knows who they are. They know we're trying to arrange another date. I've got plenty of feelers out there. We'll aim to have a guest next week. We haven't had a Just Joe show in a few weeks. This is nice that we get to talk, isn't it? It's nice. Uh, it'll probably be a shorter episode, but let's see how long I ramble for. Two things jump to mind. One is I want to talk about my sub stack, and two is I want to give you some behind the scenes on being on national television, which is not meant to sound as uh, douchey as it sounds when I say it like that. So let's start with Substack. Substack, what is it? Well, it's a place for writers to share their content. And it's a, it's a home where eventually I could put some writing behind a paywall. I do not foresee me doing that anytime soon Unless all of a sudden thousands of you start following me on Substack, then I might ask for a nickel, and, you know, put a little coin in my pocket. But until that day comes and we're a long way from there, it's free. And I encourage you to follow me and subscribe on Substack. The reason why I'm throwing a lot of my energy towards Substack is I am not great at social media. I don't particularly like it. I do it out of necessity. Um, to keep my name and brand out there as a small, essentially business as a small business. I know I have to be there, but I don't really like it. I don't think I'm very good at it. I like writing. I like doing a podcast. I like talking. So that's where I'm going to dump most of my attention going forward. My sub stack and the podcast. You have already found the podcast, whether it's through YouTube or one of the various podcast channels that you can listen to it. The place you can only find my writing right now is crier.co. But if you subscribe to my Substack, you'll get my writing on a far more regular basis. And there will be stuff that I'm not comfortable putting on crier.co. What is that stuff? Personal stuff. Stuff that doesn't necessarily fit a, uh, a news website. Stuff like what I'm listening to stuff like parenting things that I may have gone through things again, that don't fit that niche of a news website where my, I tend to dabble in pop culture, um, things that don't fit there you'll find on Substack. So if you want more that nerd dad in your life, and I know you do, please follow along on Substack. That felt like a long commercial. It kind of was. 
But let's have some fun. Let's talk about some behind the scenes stuff. So for those of you who have been following along on my journey, um, I was asked to be on the news again recently. In August, out of the blue, I got an email asking me if I wanted to be on a show called CTV News The Debate. Pretty simple concept. Airs every day, Monday to Friday, from 6 to 7, live. There's about three, three debate topics. One uh, lesser serious debate topic, usually a, some sort of a trending matter. And you debate someone. You don't know who you're going to debate, but you de debate someone. There's a host that keeps everything moving and make sure the audience at home has all of the information they need to kind of play along at home. It's a, it's a fun, serious, but John Stewart esque type debate show. If you're familiar with CBC's the debaters, it's like that, but real, it's not just about having a good time. So in August, I was, uh, I was surprised. I'll be honest that they asked me to be on cause who the hell knows about me? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a little podcast that could, but they asked me to be on in August. Uh, of course I said, yes, but I'm not going to lie. I did ask them. I said, I know this is probably inappropriate to ask, but how did you hear about me? And they said, oh, we were looking for podcasters on Twitter and your name kind of kept coming up. I was like, okay, cool. You know, I didn't, I did it myself. I even reached out to, I'm going to call him my friend. I don't know if I'm his friend yet, but I'm going to call him my friend. I'm going to reach out to my friend, Brittle Star, because I know Brittle Star, Stuart Reynolds, friend of the show, has been uh, on CTV News, the debate a couple times. And I reached out to him and I said, hey, did you happen to put in a word for me? Give them my name. And he goes, no. <laughs> I respect his honesty. But he said, no, that's all you. Again, felt good. Felt good. Um, and then after the show was over, which I didn't, I, I told like a handful of people because I was so nervous. This was, this felt real. This is national TV. Um, after the show was over, I sent them a courteous email. Hey, I loved it. Appreciate it. Ba, 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 ba. Send. It's the courteous thing to do to let someone know you had a good time when you were invited somewhere. I got a courteous, you were great. We appreciate you having coming on. We'd love to have you again in the future. We'll be in touch. And they say that. And your brain goes in two different channels. It goes, oh, that was nice. They want you back. And then the other part of your brain goes, they were just being nice, dummy. <laughs> They're not calling back. They're not going to be in touch. Well, they were in touch. <laughs> and so they were either short guess or someone meant it either way in the Rolodex somewhere. I'm probably in a green status. I'm on a callback potential callback kind of list. Uh, so I got to go back this time. I promoted the hell out of it because I was no longer nervous. Um, the program fits my brand of humor very well. An opportunity to be funny, snarky, little quick hit, and then I can throw to someone who may be more serious than me, or back to the host. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, now, some behind the scenes stuff. How does this all work? How does it all play out? I'll tell you. Because uh, I, the first time, was very nervous about how this all works. Was I not going to be given the topics in advance? <laughs> was I just going to be kind of winging it as I go along? Uh, but, uh, no. So here's what they do. 
the day of the program, the of the taping, it's not a taping, it's a recording, I guess, and it's live, around 11 o'clock, they send you the topics. Shows at 6 p.m. Around 11 o'clock, they send you the topics. And they say, hey, here are the topics. Here's a news article, so you can familiarize with yourself with it, that kind of relates to the topic. Here's the question we're going to pose to you. We'd love your thoughts. Beforehand, helps you get organized, helps us get organized in terms of who we're going to throw to first during the debate. Perfect. Great. I love this. So when 11 o'clock comes in, I get the questions. I read the questions, and then I usually go on lunch. The two times I've been on a show, that's what I've done. I read the questions at 11, I went on lunch. Collect my thoughts, simmer with it a little bit, um, and, and get a sense for how I might respond. Then I respond. Perfect. And then no communication till about five o'clock. Then there's a system check. Sounds silly, but it's a system check. You want to make sure that uh, your internet connection is good. Camera all works. Mic is working. Everything's set up the way they need it to on their end. So you do a quick mic check. Usually it takes about three minutes. In and out. We good? Yeah, you can hear me. I can hear you. Perfect. Cool. Goodbye. Away you go. Show starts at six o'clock. They call you at like six o'clock via whatever method you're using to connect. And then, then it's interesting. I mean, it's all very interesting to me and maybe anyone else who's curious about how this all works, but um, then you can see the show. They, the, their screen, the screen you're watching is the show live. You can kind of watch yourself. Um, and it's an hour long show, but the amount of talk time that you as a guest has is super minimal. Very, very minimal. Because the host introduces the topic. The, the show then runs usually a clip, some sort of introduction of the topic so the audience can get familiar with it. Then they throw to the two debaters. If you're the second debater, you don't even talk to about nine, 10 minutes into the show. Um, you say your piece, back to the host, back and forth, blah, 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 commercial break, commercial break. During the commercial break, you see nothing. It's a blank screen. The uh, I'm guessing the producer, could be the director, can talk to you, though. So you're staring at a black, blank, blank screen. That's usually when I put my mic on mute. I grab a sip of water. I'm going to do that now. Clear my throat. Check my notepad. Cause sometimes I write notes during the show. Um, for me, it's usually jokes. <laughs> That's all I'm looking. All I'm trying to do is make the host laugh. So at any given moment, I'm not trying to capitalize and win the debate. I'm like, how can I make any of this funny? Um, so I've got my notepad. And if there's anything I want to scratch down do that during the commercial break, Director might come on and say, okay, we're on we're on a commercial break. We're going to be back in two minutes. And then sometimes you get a call back again. Okay, we're going to be back on in one minute. You ready? And you just go, yeah, I'm good. And you kind of give them a thumbs up or whatever you want to give them. And uh, that's it. That happens three more times. 
that's that's the whole show um and then at the end there's kind of a closing argument which is really just a chance for me to get one more one or two more one-liners in and then the show's over and the director says in your ear thank you so much you can hang up (laughs) and you hang up and then you go back to reality whoops there goes gravity um shout out to eminem so if uh if you're curious about what it's like, that's it. That's the whole show. Um, my nerves are very similar to when I used to do stand-up comedy. Super kind of anxious throughout the day. And then at like five o'clock, my stomach almost hurts because I'm so nervous, anxious, uh, adrenaline starting to kick in. Then showtime. And just like within stand-up, everything disappears. Everything, everything disappears. As soon as I know I'm live, all the nerves, all the second guessing, it all disappears. And I ride this wave of adrenaline and, and just a high. Cause I love it. I, I, I cannot describe how it makes me feel. And then it's over. <laughs> it's similar to having a really good set doing stand-up comedy. You kill. Oh, you do five minutes of gold. You got the audience eating out of your hand. And then your time is up and you get off stage and you're like, well, I want to do that again. But you can't do it again right away. You got to wait your turn. Open mic. You can maybe go back next week. For me, thankfully, I've got the podcast, which kind of scratches that itch every week. Um, But that national TV high. Well, that's not coming back for probably another month. Um, assuming they liked me again. <laughs> again, we both did the courteous thing. Thanks so much for having me on. Had a blast. We love having you on here. Great to see you again. Blah, 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 blah. Um, but you don't really know if anybody means that. You don't know what's what the intention is of people. So, um, and in this most recent example, look, I've got I've got three little kids. I legitimately stopped recording at seven o'clock and by seven ten was laying in bed with my four-year-old reading him stories. So the glitz and the glamour of national TV, it's in it's a it's an incredible compliment. I'm super appreciative, but it actually doesn't move the needle yet. I'm not rich, I'm not famous yet <laughs> with your help and subscribing to my Substack and YouTube channel, maybe just maybe I will be one day, but maybe not. And if not, I don't care. It's fine. Um, I actually wrote on my Substack that this most recent appearance on the debate was very surreal for me. And here's why one of the topics was about Starbucks a company that I spent almost seven years working for. I started as a barista, shift supervisor, assistant manager, store manager, before eventually burning out and uh, pressing restart on my career. But that was almost seven years of my life working there. Flash forward 12 years-ish, since I used to work there. And wouldn't you know it, 
on national TV, one of the things I'm talking about was Starbucks. They were debating whether or not Starbucks would actually eliminate their disposable cups by 2030. It was a moment, man. It was, it was a moment for me. Um, it was a moment for me to feel like I've come full circle in a lot of ways. You know what? I, I, I think I'm, I feel like I'm going to get sentimental here. So bear with me. When I was a kid, all I ever wanted to be was a stand-up comedian or a radio guy. That was, that was, that was the dream. And life happens. Wasn't quite confident enough. Wasn't quite determined enough. Wasn't willing to make the sacrifices needed to pursue that dream. Do I regret it? Not at all. The sacrifices that I probably would have had to make are my family, if I'm being honest. And I would never give that up for anything in the world. I'm super happy and proud of where I am in life. But along the way, that childhood dream of being a stand-up comedian kind of falls by the wayside. And the dream changes. And you think, oh, well, you know, I just I want to be comfortable. I want to be upper management. I want to be this. I want to be that. But that, that childhood dream was always still there. Um, it's why throughout the years I did improv. I did stand-up comedy, even as an adult. Um, so almost always in an amateur open mic format, but just to kind of scratch that itch, as I used to say, scratch that itch of being creative. Well, along comes COVID <laughs> and, uh, I decide I'm going to start a podcast because I, for whatever reason, now friends with Dean Blundell and he has inspired me to go at this thing. And three years after starting the podcast, national TV appearance on a company I used to work for 12 years ago. It's just, you know, on my sub stack this week, I said, if I get hit by a bus, I can pretty comfortably say I feel like I fulfilled the dream. Um, and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of, say this and then I think I'm going to wrap because um, hell I could start crying um, <laughs> I, I'm incredibly appreciative of you the viewer the listener uh, it's not something I just say at the end of every episode it's not something I just throw away it's something I mean it's something I mean wholeheartedly When you want to be an entertainer in life, you need people to entertain. You need people to find you entertaining. And for whatever reason, you find people find me entertaining. It is remarkable. <laughs> to me that you give me your time the most valuable resource you have in life is time and you give me 
30 minutes a week, maybe more. If you read my stuff, if you watch some of the clips, like I, I don't know how much time you're giving me a week, but you, you carve out a piece of your life uh, for me. And I, I, I am forever grateful for that. It has allowed me to feel like I've accomplished a dream. So uh, that feels like a good place to end, doesn't it? <laughs> that feels, feels like a nice place to end. Uh, again, thanks to you. Thanks to Cryer Media. Thanks to Dean Blundell. Subscribe, follow, tell a friend, tell an enemy. Um, you know someone who would hate the sound of my voice? Send them my podcast. But trick them and say that they'll love it. And then they'll hear and be like, oh, I hate that guy's voice. And you'll be like, ha, gotcha. <laughs> Thanks to CTV News. Shout out to CTV News for having me. Uh, if for whatever reason a producer or listener, I, I mean, you heard how favorably I talked about your program. Gotta have me back now. Uh, let's see who I get for a guest next week. Fingers crossed. Cause I don't know if I have enough in me to do another 20 minute solo show. Also, if you've made it this far and you have opinions on a solo show, if you like them, if you want to see more of them or hear more of them, let me know. Uh, I have debated going back to a two show a week format, one with a guest, one solo show, let me know if, if you have feelings about it one way or the other, I'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, until then, be well, be safe, and... Thanks for listening. Damn. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.